That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you are new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. I'm Jean McDonald, and this is Episode 4. I'm here, as always, with my co-host, James Dempsey. Hey, James, how's it going today? And more importantly, did you do your weekly review? Hey, Jean, it's going pretty good today. I did end up deferring my weekly review. Instead of doing it Friday last week, I did it today, Monday morning. Um, and I'm not quite sure how I felt about that. I was feeling antsy not having done one in a while. Mm-hmm. But two things happened. One is that in April, I ended up doing some traveling. And then once I got back home, there's mail that is piled up and what have you. And then last week, it was very important for me to get ticket sales going for the Live Near WWDC concert that we'll be doing the beginning of June. So that kind of kept me from getting my physical inbox down to zero last week. So I focused on doing that over the weekend. Well, I too had a busy week. um, And I wasn't expecting it to be so busy, but travel will definitely take it out of you. And I did go down to San Jose and I saw you for a day Mm -hmm. while we did some planning for the live near WWDC event, which by the way is June 6th in San Jose at the Ritz and everybody should buy tickets. We'll put a link in the show notes. Um, And then I went down to San something, wait, that's, Southern California, I went to, I flew into Burbank, and then I was in Thousand Oaks for a college graduation um, for a dear, close family friend of mine. And that was a two day trip. And in the in the between that, the, the three days that I wasn't on the road last week, I had my nephew, um, who was four, uh, babysitting for him because my brother is traveling and he's the primary caregiver during the week, um, during the day. So the four-year-old really knocked my plans, <laughs> made, made me like lose all, all, um, sense of what needed to be done because there was always something right in front of me that needed to be done with him. You know, kids really take, take a lot of attention and not being a parent, I sometimes forget how much, um, kids, you know, how much work it is to have a kid around almost, you know, nonstop for three days. So yeah, it wasn't a great week for me to feel like I was in control and on top of things. (laughs) (laughs) Um, In fact, the opposite, I was, I was out of control. And I was basically just doing whatever my nephew wanted to do whenever he wanted to do it. Um, He didn't need to do a weekly review, because he's four. And so um, I didn't really get to mine until this morning as well. And um, yeah, I thought we could talk a little bit about that because I think we're at the backsliding episode <laughs> already. <laughs> um, we, at least we, you know, we're new to this again. I mean, we're, we're new to this particular um, time that we're going to concentrate on getting things done and neither one of us has gotten our system exactly where we want it to be. And so, um, you know, and we're not 
trying to pretend like we have all the answers or we're getting it done every week and it's all going great. And this um, is one of those times where I wish I had done better, but I'm not sure what I would have done differently. For me, it's getting used to kind of all the things that I've tried to put in place, but you kind of put it in place when you have like this vast spirit of optimism and some time, which is why you're able to kind of get started with getting things done. Um, and then over the last six weeks or so, right, you kind of get buffeted by real life and you see how real life interacts with your system mm-hmm. and and where the kind of pitfalls that weren't immediately obvious are like come out, right? Yeah. And so for me, it was there was a good amount of travel. So then things like mail – at home, you can't process it while you're away, so that backs up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then things – the other thing I found is like sometimes – well, there's a difference. Like in episode three, we talked about when my when my father passed away, and I did a weekly review um, shortly before kind of the relatives came into town, and I was able to – be pretty comfortable that I was deferring all of these things because it was kind of this uh, very immediate demand on my attention and making sure nothing slipped through the cracks. Now I'm at the point where all of those things I've deferred, I need to work on them. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of like this avalanche of deferred things that have shown up. And then there are things that still demand my immediate attention, not quite as demanding as, as a young nephew. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, it's usually good to, you know, put tickets on sale for a show before the show is over. <laughs> like So so that kind of had to happen sooner rather than later. And, oh, well, yeah, tickets go on sale the day after the show. Um, that wouldn't work. Yeah. But this time around, what I found was that since my inbox was not in a good state because I had been traveling, that... I was getting, I was focused on something, but in the back of my mind, I was still really worried that stuff was slipping through the cracks. Mm -hmm. So I have to say that doing the review this morning, I feel a lot better. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, Better, mostly better, also a little sheepish, like looking at some email that I hadn't figured out how to process yet. For example, um, I, I need to have a system for when receipts are emailed to me that they go to the right place for me to deal with them, say, at tax time. And I've been thinking, okay, I, that means I have to work on that whole system a little bit better um, and make sure it's all in place so I have a place to send those receipts. So I had been letting them pile up in my inbox, you know, especially traveling, you end up with a lot of little receipts. And mm-hmm. then... um I realized this morning, I said, well, I'm going to do a thing now. Uh, Hopefully it won't, you know, end up being yet another uh, way of organizing stuff out of sight, out of mind. Um, I decided to flag them um, with green flags. So to me, green, you know, symbolizes money. And I can see that there are flagged um, emails in my archive. And 
I'll be able to grab those. I don't use flags all the time. But I thought they have to get out of the inbox. The inbox has to get back to zero because that just helps me so much when I, you know, when new things come in, I don't feel weighted down by the old things that are sitting there. Um, a couple of things that I wanted to reply to that I haven't, and I've let sit into my inbox because the reply takes more than two minutes. I've flagged those red. And I need to set a thing in my weekly review list, which will say, you know, check your flagged emails. Um, that's one list that I do follow. And I have it in OmniFocus. And it's basically a list of inboxes that I need to check. And that would include the inbox in OmniFocus, the inbox in my email, the inbox of mail, <laughs> you know, that's come in, the physical mm-hmm. mail. And then... um Things like phone messages, because I don't always listen to um, voicemail when, when it comes in. Right. I don't know if I'm alone in that, but I don't think so. And then they pile up, and then I think, oh, whatever it was, it's probably not relevant anymore, and I don't want to listen and be depressed by something that I missed. And so having a thing that says review phone messages in my review um I have basically what I have is an OmniFocus project with a list of things that um, help me clean up OmniFocus and in general, you know, the tasks that I need to do. Gotcha. Um, So I'm going to add um, something called, you know, check flagged emails and we'll see how that works. And I'll report back on that. Or you can ask me sometime a month from now. Do you have 100 flagged emails now? Because if you do, then the system is not working. <laughs> right, right. And um, what I've found is that uh, I also have uh, in Omni Outliner a uh, first kind of a list of the weekly review process that's listed in the book and to get clear mm-hmm. and then get, I don't, it's not in front of me. I don't have it memorized. Um and then I do, I sat down and made a list of inboxes. And also on my list are things like check your Twitter DMs because mm. sometimes somebody will send you something important there and that you didn't get back to them. Um, check mentions that you might want to mm. get back to on Facebook. Check like friend re- friend requests. Check people who sent you a messages mm-hmm. there. Same thing on LinkedIn mm. because sometimes there's so many ways that people can try to get a message to you and it's really a pain yeah. <laughs> to just have all of these def- different mechanisms but i do try to check those at least once a week for my weekly review to make those make sure those inboxes are at zero mm-hmm. and then the other thing i have yet to do um cuz well we talked about my my enormous inbox i think mm-hmm. last episode i now started using sane mail mm-hmm. and i'm down to a grand total of only 487 messages in my inbox, down from 115,000. So that's pretty good. That's great. So how is SaneBox helping you with that? So the main thing SaneBox is doing for me is getting rid of those things that I really don't need to pay attention to immediately, Mm -hmm. Um, like some newsletters and just sometimes I like getting messages from a company, mm-hmm. um, but I don't necessarily need it in my inbox. Mm-hmm. So it kind of helps with that. Um, and then, 
but I have yet to um, do the part of the of the process where once I read something, I put it somewhere else. Like you're going to flag it with a red flag. I am going to probably try the suggestion um, that David Allen makes in the book, which is to have a separate mailbox called something like, you know, at sign action, Mm -hmm. which is kind of the to-do list of emails Mm -hmm. so that I know everything in there is something that I need to take some action on. Um, but it's out of my inbox. Um, it's a similar approach to using a flag, but I'm guessing you'll have to put that flag message somewhere um, besides your inbox to get to inbox zero. Right. Well, so I've been archiving the flag messages and each mailbox has an inbox and it has an archive. Um, and some of them can be trashed like Google based emails like never get trashed, I think, because Google just has an infinite amount of storage. But yeah, so in Apple Mail, you can, one of the f- filters you can click on is flagged, and it just pulls together all the flagged emails from all the archives. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to make a separate box. And, you know, I think that that making a separate box is technically a good idea. But I've done that before. <laughs> been there, done that, and and managed to ignore those mailboxes regardless. So I feel like by making um, a flagged thing that doesn't isn't associated with any particular inbox, I might do better, but we'll see. And again, it's all, I, I think a lot of it is like playing with the process and then figuring out what, what works best for you. Mm-hmm. Because I think as long as the idea of what you're doing is this like follows the process that the exact implementation really is whatever works. Right. Right. And I think that's one of the reasons we're here to coach each other and whatever works for each other, not trying to make each other hew to some very, you know, specific set of rules for getting things done because we've both done systems and those systems haven't, you know, haven't stood the test of time for us. So by adapting a system a bit to what you think will work for you and then evaluating it. And that's what I love about talking to you, James, is that I have somebody I'm accountable now. You you won't forget that I have flagged emails. <laughs> you, that's right. I you won't. won't remember to check in with me at some point if I don't myself and say, so that flagged um, box, is that just another um, out of sight, out of mind situation for you because um i'm planning for it not to be but right best intentions that's always best intentions that's how it goes with me too <laughs> yes um but i was also thinking about that in terms of the weekly review and that for the last few weeks i've done a review but it hasn't been at the the my ideal prescribed time mm-hmm. like last week um, I spent a few days trying to get my my ukulele skills leveled up a little mm. bit at the West Coast Ukulele Festival, right. um, and um, so I. But I did get up early a couple of mornings and went and did a review. But what I found was 
It was taking a long time one morning. I got about halfway through reviewing all my projects, and then it was time to go do something for the conference. Mm -hmm. So I ended up doing the review over two days. Oh, I see. And that wasn't ideal, but it was better than not doing the review. Mm -hmm. And I still felt good when it was finished. So I was kind of thinking about the notion that there's this system to follow, but in the end, what you do really needs to, it needs, it's there for your benefit. You're not there for its benefit. Correct. Yeah. So however you need to tweak it or work it so that you get as much benefit as you can seems more important, is a higher priority than doing it exactly quote-unquote right yeah i agree and on that note i think maybe we should wrap up this episode um because we could talk all day about things that we haven't done right (laughs) that's true (laughs) that's that's a long episode we're never doing that episode (laughs) that's a (laughs) spin-off spin-off podcast yeah we should wrap this up so we can get back to getting things done. I want to let the listeners know that you can find us on the internet all over the place now. Uh, We have a website at theweeklyreview.fm. On micro.blog, we are at theweeklyreview. And on Twitter, we are weeklyreview.fm, at weeklyreview.fm. And it would be great, too, if you have the time, if you'd go into iTunes or wherever you go to rate podcasts and rate or review this podcast because it helps new listeners find us. And, you know, honestly, it just makes us smile to know that you like us. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, thanks to everyone for listening and we'll see you at next week's review. See you next week. You got some things you want to get done and still enjoy a bit of organizational fun. There's a lot of things you Sitting down.